0: could all use therapy Here is some free clarity It's season 3 of Therapy 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 It's season 3 Gone for a minute, but they thought I was finished now I'm back with it. I forgot to mention Spotify and Apple can't hold Every single black. Today is Wednesday, September 22nd, 2021. Welcome to Therapy Season 3. In case you didn't know this, I'm black. So by default, people are going to say racist things to me. It's not quite as straightforward as you think. When I say that I experience racism on a weekly basis, I'm not saying I can't go seven days without someone just hurling the N word at me unprovoked. I'm not saying I can't go like a week without someone just randomly screaming at me that I should go back to Africa. I'm saying that I have to deal with things that white people simply don't. trust me, I'm not bragging. (laughs) It's not anything that I'm like proud of or super happy to have happen. Today, I'm here to educate. We're going to go through a handful of instances, all true stories, and we're going to discuss whether or not they are racist and why. Trust me, I'm an expert. To my brothers and sisters, let me know if any of this resonates with you or sounds familiar. To my wonderful white people, please take notes. I just want you to be better. Oh, they tore down that Zaxby's? Oh, you must be torn up, brother. This is something that I've been meaning to address for a long time. For whatever reason, the stereotype exists where black people just love chicken. And I know what you're thinking. I've said something like that before, you know, in jest when I'm joking around, you know, me, me and my friends or whatever, and maybe me and some of my black friends. Now, I have to pose the question to you. Is that racist? Now, this is a tricky one because when you hear it, it does kind of sound like something that would be racist. Why are we attributing liking chicken, specifically to black people. I will have to give you a pass. If you've said something like this in the past or you know somebody that has said it, here's the thing. It doesn't make you racist. It just makes you ignorant. I actually did a little bit of research today because I want us to all fully understand these things so we don't continue to make these mistakes in the future. This is from an NPR article that I found from 2013 where some guy, for whatever reason, felt like it was a good idea to talk about having Tiger Woods over very prominent black golfer at Tiger Woods, and saying, we'll have him round every night. We will serve fried chicken. What? They source Claire Schmidt. She's a professor at the University of Missouri who studies race and folklore. Schmidt says chickens had long been a part of Southern diets, but they had a particular utility for slaves. They were cheap, easy to feed, and a good source of meat. Furthermore, D.W. Griffith's seminal and supremely racist 1915 silent movie about the supposedly heroic founding of the Ku Klux Klan, Birth of a Nation, which was a huge film when it debuted, one scene features a group of actors portraying shiftless black elected officials acting rowdy and crudely in a legislative hall. The message to the audience is that these are the dangers of letting blacks vote. Some of the legislators are shown drinking, others had their feet kicked up on their desks, and one of them was very ostentatiously eating fried chicken. Chicken was used as a good vehicle for racism because of the way that people eat it, with your hands. Typically, things that you eat with your hands, you know, it can look kind of messy. Um, It was the easiest way to depict black people as animals, as savages. So now, this gentleman tells me that I'm probably very torn up about the fact that Zaxby's is torn down. Two things can be true. I can very much like Zaxby's, but it's not just because I'm black, it's just because I think their food is good. Him not understanding the historical context around assuming that a black person would like chicken, I don't think he's aware of the fact that this depiction exists in Birth of a Nation, or he knows what slaves ate a lot. I think that he's just ignorant. So, it sounds racist. feels racist. The background is racist. smells racist. But I don't think the intent is fully there. Now, should you keep saying it now that you know this? I certainly hope not. Oh, I bet you two will have beautiful mixed children. What are you going to do with that hair, though? It'll probably be wild. Is that racist? Obviously, it's not racist to tell somebody that you think their children are going to be beautiful. I think that's a fantastic compliment. I think including that they're going to be mixed babies seems a little bit, it's just uncalled for. You know that when two people that are of different skin tone, of different complexion get together, then the child is going to be a mix of those Complexions. That's obvious. I feel like the more you focus on the mixed thing, the more it feels like we're like breeding animals or something. And that feels a little um, racist. It feels a little gross. I'm not going to go as far as to say it's racist until you start talking about like how wild the hair is. A couple instances like this happened when I was younger too. People would say things like, oh, you've got like jungle hair. That shit is racist. Don't say that. Um, (laughs) But kind of implying that we're not going to know what to do with our child's hair. It's either going to be more like hers or it's going to be more like mine. I know what to do with mine. She knows what to do with hers. And also we have access to the the internet. So I feel like this whole wild hair thing, let's just stop talking about black people's hair unless you're legitimately curious. Actually, no. If you're curious about like how black people or people of color or anybody takes care of their hair, just look it up. Or just ask them, hey, how did you do your hair like that? But don't make it, just stop, stop it. Just stop talking about the colors and the mixtures and how wild it is, okay? If you wanna say somebody has thick hair, cool. Soft, thick, curled, whatever. But just don't make it, don't, don't use any adjectives to describe somebody's hair that could very easily be used in the context of like an animal. It's not wild, it's a baby. Yeah, I can totally understand why you wouldn't want to wear a mask, especially like driving down the street. If the police see a black guy with a mask driving down the street in a black car, they won't know what to do. I don't blame you. Take it off. Here's the problem. I guess this situation really needs some context. So I was giving a ride to somebody via Lyft, my job. She was actually a nurse. I was giving her a ride to the hospital. We were just having a conversation, you know, about the pandemic, as you do and we were discussing the mask. And she, completely unprovoked, this is my problem. I feel like things typically come off a lot more racist (laughs) when you start to bring things up that show what's on your mind. It's not a conversation that we're kind of already having. If we were previously already discussing police's general bias towards Black people, then I would understand. We're just talking about masks. That's it. Like, If there was any more context that I could provide to this conversation, I promise I would add it. This isn't like the most rude and cruel instance of subtle racism, but to imply that me literally just driving down the street with a mask on is going to be a threat to a police officer, it just doesn't make any sense. A nice counter-argument, something that I'd actually like to believe myself, is that this woman is very, very familiar with the black plight. She's very up-to-date on uh, police brutality and all the news on that. And she is just trying to sound sympathetic towards what my people were dealing with. But I just didn't ask. Like, it's okay for, for you to say that a black man driving down the street with a mask on would be a threat to a police officer. In a sense, you're kind of saying that you would also view it as a threat because it's not something that we were talking about. There was no reason for you to bring that up. I just like to consider this, and I think about this all the time when I'm editing the podcast, is what I'm saying right here going to add value to the overall conversation we're having? I can only imagine that if she asked herself that question before she decided to tell me that a black... Man wearing a mask might be a threat to a police officer. I want to believe in her mind she was thinking, Oh, if I say this, then he's really going to believe that I'm on his side. Like, I get it. And you know what? The opposite happened. If you want to have a conversation with a black person about what it's like to deal with the police and what it's like to be discriminated against, make it clear that you want to have that conversation. Or maybe pose it as a question. Ask them. Do you feel like as a black person, when you're driving down the street with a mask on, do you feel like people might see you as a threat? Now, it might sound like a silly question, but at least you're asking it instead of just telling me that I'm in danger. (laughs) So, of course, we have to ask the question, is that racist? I'm leaning more towards yes, that is racist to just assume that I'm going to have problems like that with without me giving you any inclination. I don't think you're more familiar with these interactions than I am as the person that it literally happens to. As far as I'm concerned, I've never seen or heard of a black person being discriminated against because they are wearing a mask, especially in the middle of a pandemic. Actually, you know what? It is racist, shut up. (laughs) What? Black people can't swim. No, they, they all live in the city. Away from lakes and rivers and ponds and pools and all that. Is that? Yeah, I'm going to stop you right there. That's definitely racist. See, when you say that an entire subset of people cannot do something, that is inherently textbook Merriam-Webster type racism. And the explanation did not make it any better because context, given this man a ride via Lyft, we're talking about the weather, unfortunately, as I have to do every day, and he's talking about how it's hot enough on this particular day to go swimming. I say, as a black person that's telling the truth and just having a conversation, I do not mention the fact that I'm black, by the way. Most normal conversations with normal people, you don't devolve into a discussion about race unless it's very clear that both people are willing to have that conversation. So when I'm telling this guy that I just learned how to swim this summer, I do not mention the fact that I have achieved this great, unbelievable accomplishment. He replies with, black people can't swim. First of all, it's extremely strange for you to tell me that when I literally, as a black person that you can see and is right next to you, just told you that I learned how to swim. Like, are you calling me a liar or are you just being blatantly racist or both? I feel like it's both. Here's the historical context behind the whole black people can't swim thing. It really wasn't that long ago. I mean, I'm talking like the last 40, 50, 60 years. It used to be like really cool to just be racist. Racism was like very legal and very accepted. Like when my parents were kids, like it's really, really not that long ago. So we didn't used to live in luxury. We didn't used to have a lot of disposable income for things like pools. We used to not have equal opportunities protected by, you know, the Civil Rights Act of 1964. So yes, historically speaking, black people don't have time to teach their kids how to swim or they don't have time to just be out laying around a pool, just floating through water. We're too busy. I don't know. Trying not to get hosed down in the streets or just trying to eat at the same restaurant as everyone else. So the implication that black people can't swim is basically saying we're not at a place in society where black people have the luxury to swim. They don't have pools in their backyards. They don't have the opportunity to just sit around, be at a pool, just wade through a pool, just be out there like that. To literally look me in my face when I'm telling you that I just learned how to swim and tell me that you don't believe me is without a doubt, indubitably racist. Oh, come on, you look like you can dance, get on out there. So this is racist. Telling black people that they just look like they can dance, I've never in my entire life, for the love of God, message me, tag me in a post, mention me on Twitter, DM me on Instagram, I don't care. Show me an instance, a movie, a TV series, a clip from anywhere, anywhere, any evidence, where somebody looks at a white person and says, you look like you can dance. If you can find that for me, then I will take back everything that I am saying and am about to say. I mean, this one's going to be a little bit obvious, but I still feel like I need to say it because, again, the beautiful thing about therapy is I want to talk about these things and I never want to talk about them again. Look, back when my people were slaves, we didn't really have much to do on our downtime besides sing and dance. So when you just unprovoked walk up to a black person and say, you look like you can dance, I don't know. It kind of feels like you expect me to put on some type of show because you think that's all we're good for. (laughs) I don't, I don't really have to ask the question. Is that racist? Just don't do it to people. I don't care where you are or what's going on. Do you know what would be an appropriate thing to ask? A lot of this racist stuff could be avoided by just posing these things as a question. Instead of saying you look like you can dance, all you have to do is say, do you wanna go out there and dance? Do you want to dance with me? To say you look like you can dance, get on out there, Like like I'm a monkey in your circus. It's gonna be okay, man going to be all right. Let's just move on. This one's <laughs> just thinking about this is actually like upsetting. me. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. This is your last warning. It is now 2021. And if you're still telling certain black people that they talk white, then you're pretty much a racist. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. As long as we still have white people in the world, telling black people that they talk white, we're literally not equal. You're saying that we're, we're not equal people. People have been telling me that I talk white for literally my entire life, and I know what they mean when they say that. I'm easy to understand. I speak well. And to say that that is an inherently white trait is textbook racism. Later on in this podcast and in the future, I'm going to reference times where people are just being blatantly racist to me. I would literally rather have someone just scream the N word at me than tell me that I talk white because at least the person that's screaming the N word, they're an open racist. Like everybody knows it. And most people don't like them. The people that are telling me that I talk white are saying something that is just as racist, but they actually don't think they're doing anything wrong. Like they think they're just being funny. And it's not funny. It hasn't been funny in like a very, very long time. There's this movie. It's starring Lakeith Stanfield. It's called Sorry to Bother You. And he talks about making his way up the corporate ladder by using what he calls his white voice. It's a joke. It's a commentary. And it's a black person doing it because like he gets it. You telling me upon meeting me that I sound like a white guy on the phone or I sound like a white guy when I'm talking to you for the first time ever, that is racist. You're not trying to provide any type of social commentary. You're just saying that I speak well for a black person, which is just wrong. This is your last warning. <laughs> I wanna let you know right now, if you're listening to this, and if you've ever said this before, if you've ever said that a black person talks white, I forgive you. Maybe you didn't know. Maybe you didn't understand how we feel. But I promise you, I I will bet everything that I own that there is not a single black person that you know that has ever heard someone tell them you talk white and thought, wow, thank you. What a kind compliment. I appreciate that. No one thinks that. No one likes it. It just it just needs to stop. If you have people in your life that are still saying things like this, just very politely tell them, maybe not in front of everyone. You don't have to scold them. Just, you know, whenever you get the time, say, hey, I know at least one black person that would hate that you said that. And actually, I'm going to do something that I pretty much never, ever do. I'm going to speak for all black people and say literally none of us like it. I, pretty much all of us think it's racist. Because it is. You told me that my doctor's appointment was with Mr. Robinson. It it is with Mr. Robinson. It's it's actually with Dr. Park. No, it's with Mr. Robinson. You told me it was at 1.30 and and you were rushing me around and we... mm, mm. Mm, we missed it anyway. We wouldn't have missed now it anyway. you any- got this colored boy driving me you can't around. can say that. How upset should I be that this old woman called me a colored boy? Well, she didn't call me a colored boy. She referred to me as this colored boy. Is that racist? When I said I'd literally rather somebody be blatantly racist to me than tell me that I talk white, I wasn't lying. I actually found this kind of humorous, kind of sad. She's clearly out of it. She's very old. She's going to the hospital for a reason. She's definitely over 80. I saw it in her wrinkled face. I could be really upset about this, but I feel like examples like this, even though they do illustrate that people like this still exist and there still are a certain set of people, there still are a certain category of people that view black people as colored. I don't really see any harm in this. I don't think the intention is to hurt me. This is just who she is. This is how she talked. When she was growing up, racism was probably still really cool. Is it her fault that nobody ever taught her otherwise? Is it her fault that she never changed with the times? Is it safe to assume that she's probably a racist? Yes, it is probably safe to assume that she is. But what she did was it racist? No. I think it's important to distinguish the difference between people that are actively being racist, that are actively putting black people down, as opposed to people that are just old and dying soon and out of touch. I'll let it slide. She's probably racist, but I'll I'll let it slide. The next example that I had was somebody that was talking to me about politics, and they said that I must have been happy when Biden won. I just feel like, I don't really have to get into that because I've already done two sessions this season talking about what a mess Joe Biden is. To assume that black people voted for Biden isn't, it's not racist. It's just kind of ignorant. Now, if you're saying, if you assume that black people voted for Obama, I don't think that's racist. I think that's just right. I mean, like statistically speaking, like I think I don't have the number off the top of my head and the responsible thing to do would be to look it up, but you can do it. And I feel like this is common knowledge. I think like 95% of black people voted for Obama in like 2008 or something. So annoying that I just Googled that because I was I was correct. Ninety five percent of black people voted for Obama in 2008, which is like astonishing, by the way. But for somebody to assume that I voted for Biden just because what, like him and Obama used to be homies, like just because you're homies at some point doesn't mean that you're always going to be homies. You know, it might just be circumstance convenience. I made a whole session about that. It's called We're Not Friends, but that's okay. (laughs) Obama probably feels that way about Joe Biden, but (laughs) let me not get too off topic. Um, no, it's, it's not racist to assume that somebody voted for, um, a certain political party when it's Obama, at least, but Joe Biden, like what makes you think that we're cool with him? (laughs) All right. Let me, let me wrap this up. White people, this is your last warning. You know what to do now. I've given you a guide. And if you ever need help, it's okay to ask for help. One of the earliest lessons you learn in elementary school. It's okay to ask for help. If you're ever thinking about something that might be racist, just remember, maybe pose it as a question, as opposed to just saying it as if it's fact. Black people swimming. Black people liking chicken, black people being able to dance, black people playing basketball, black people living in a certain house or finishing school or something about their parents or their home life or whatever. If the sentence involves a generalization of an entire race, it's probably better to confirm with somebody from that race before you just talk about it as if it's something that is common knowledge because usually you're, you're saying something crazy. Also, again, I forgive you all the way up until today, when you're listening to this, you may not have known the way, but now you do. Now, I do want to make it clear. I cannot promise you that every black person is going to take time out of their day and out of their life to explain these things to you, but it's important to have the conversation. It's important to open it up for discussion as opposed to making a fool out of yourself. I'd much rather somebody ask me a very, very silly question to say something that is very, very silly that is almost certainly going to offend me. Just be better. To my black people, hey, if the next time a white person says something that's like super out of pocket, all I want you to do, look right into their face, directly into their eyes. I want you to say whatever they said to you right back to them, but just pose it as a question. You talk white. I talk white? Make them explain themselves. I want them to understand what it feels like to be posed with something that's so ludicrous. The next time a white person says something like, you look like you can dance. I'm sorry, I I look like I can dance? What does that look like exactly? I'll never forget. It was one of my favorite moments from my childhood. Like back when I used to be on Facebook all the time, I saw this girl post a status and she said, I'm so tired of girls at my school trying to talk black. And I literally just commented on her status and said, what exactly do you mean by talk black? And she just deleted the status. It's literally as simple as that. And we never even had to talk about it. As soon as the pressure is put on them, as soon as they realize how ridiculous it sounds to hear somebody else say it, they should usually realize the error of their ways. So I hope this was helpful. I love you. I mean it. And I'll see you in a couple of days. Thank you so much for listening to this session of Dare Be Made Possible by Anchor. We are now available on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. New sessions every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Intro beat is by Cosmic. Outro beat is by Ricey K. This guy isn't even really a rapper, I really hope he doesn't start. Coming for the throne, King Joffrey. Yeah, they mad, but they won't stop me, whoa. I've been going hard like Ronnie, but I'm not here to tear the house up, no. But no, I've been through it. No, I didn't lose it. I've just been grinding like off the mic, like on my own. Just been in the booth like Superman before a fight. Now I got the juices, taste it right. No, I spit the truth, I keep it tight. How hard is he working? Hard enough to make Gordon Ramsay cry. Unbelievable. One simple request, and you make a big fucking song and dance about it. I am the chosen, I am not going, I got plenty that I plan to do, this boy is clutch, he ain't choking, success it's not random dude, better catch the flight with us, because it is leaving soon, Afghan vibes, once we leave you dead is season 2, it's season 3, R.I.P, kill the beat, and it's easy, somebody check on Breezy, everything better when it's cheesy, except like...